Hello and welcome to The Insatiable Appetite, where we discuss the Hartman Group's perspective on all things food and beverage. My name is Abby Cullinan, and I'm a consultant at the Hartman Group, and I'm joined today by another consultant from the team, Danielle Kleiner-Cantor. Thanks for the opportunity to talk today, Danielle. Yeah, thanks, Abby. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking with you today. So we wanted to start today with giving folks a little food for thought on the topic of breakfast. Uh, Many of us grew up with that saying that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, Um, but we also know that it's getting more complex. Uh, Lifestyles are getting busier, uh, consumers are learning more about their own health and wellness, and so we're seeing some shifts in habits and needs around breakfast. And particularly amid the pandemic, um, we're seeing changes in how people approach this meal. Um, So Danielle, could you share a little of your perspective on what we're looking at here? Yeah, on the surface, breakfast may seem really simple, but it's actually really fascinating to unpack the different approaches and needs and tensions that consumers have at breakfast. And so we're, we're gonna get into how the pandemic is impacting this day part, but before we get into that, I think it would be actually really helpful to get up to speed on where we were with breakfast before the pandemic since there are some trends whose trajectory has been impacted uh, by COVID. For sure, yes. Before the pandemic, we were definitely observing some distinct characteristics and shifts for the breakfast occasion. Uh, First, we know that health needs just tend to be more elevated at breakfast relative to other day parts. And in recent years, this has really meant that folks are focusing on sustained energy and an overall desire for breakfast to do more. So moving away from some of the more conventional breakfast foods that were that quick fix of processed carbohydrates. And then um, second, breakfast has always been happening amid a sense of busyness. So we saw a lot of consumer choices driven by a need for convenience as well. And often folks do this by narrowing the menu of choices. So breakfast has really been the most routine meal of the day in terms of the repertoire of foods. But there are other ways that this convenience need was showing up at breakfast. Yeah, we're, we're seeing consumers needing foods that they could take on the go to and from work or school or giving to their kids in the car or even when they're at home and they don't want to prepare anything. So from this, we've seen a lot of highly convenient portable options that speak to these needs. And if we think about things like ready to drink beverages, like cold brews or single serve, ready to eat oatmeal, scramble cups, yogurt, smoothie bowls, so many different things. Um, But all of them really take the pressure off of folks when it comes to cooking in the morning. And then also, we're seeing, we were seeing consumers turning to QSR and fast casual restaurants for that quick, easy um, fix for breakfast as well. Yeah, and now fast forwarding to today, about nine months or so into the pandemic here in the U.S., we're asking sort of on these trends, um, have some accelerated, have some slowed or, or have some changed direction? Uh, Many of our lives and morning routines look different. So one of the most notable shifts is that more eating is happening at home. Uh, We know this isn't the case for all consumers, right? Uh, Some are still going outside the home to work um, or ate more at home to begin with when you think about groups like retirees. 
But groups like college-age students or workers in industries that transition to remote work are now spending the day working from home. So some of these millennial and Gen Z consumers, and often we think of these groups as shaping some of the more fragmented and convenience-driven eating patterns. But we're asking ourselves with the shift to home eating and its impacts on breakfast, are consumers really looking for the same thing from the breakfast occasion and what is important to them now? That's such a great question, Abby. And so when we think about time constraints, they really haven't disappeared for everyone. And in fact, as the pandemic has progressed, that sense of busyness has returned. And so convenience is very much still a part of many consumers' picture. And we saw in our Compass Eating Occasions database, which really helps us understand different contexts and needs around how and when consumers eat, that the need for convenience was not only highest in the morning, but had increased significantly during breakfast occasions from the beginning of the pandemic in spring 2020 to summer 2020. And on breakfast occasions in which convenience was a consideration, formats that could be eaten quickly had also gained importance, rising from 21% in spring 2020 to 27% in summer 2020. And when we think about what convenience means, portability has typically been such an important aspect of this. But portability isn't super relevant for many consumers working and learning from home right now. And so if we take portability out of the equation, this could really open opportunity to think about convenience beyond it. So what, could, what does convenience at breakfast mean for consumers now? It's, it's really interesting to see that cereal is being incorporated more in consumers' breakfast routines now because it, it actually make a lo- it makes a lot of sense in this frame of convenience with its, with its you know, quick, fast, easy to put together to prepare. You just take it out of the cupboard, put some milk in it. Kids can even prepare it for themselves. And then there are also so many more cereal options today that speak to more modern health and wellness cues that diverge from, you know, when we think of uh, cereals from many of our child, childhoods, which, which are, are heavier in, in sugar. And that, that actually makes me think of another key need that characterized breakfast before the pandemic, which is health and wellness. So we've seen needs related to freshness processed and moderation have actually increased significantly during breakfast occasions as consumers look to proactively support their health and immunity with food and beverage choices. So looking at our Compass database again, we see that the need for moderation was present on 48% of breakfast occasions in summer 2020, which is actually up significantly from 41% a year earlier in summer 2019. And similarly, needs for fresh, less processed, which were present on 48% of breakfast occasions in 2019, increased to 59% in 2020. And that might need to be delivered in convenient formats for some, but for others being at home and that also means being able to cook it all, this allows them to do what they wanna do, which is to have fresh foods. And when we think about the form, that feeling of busyness takes in the, in the home setting 
it's it's not a busy day of running around, but a mentally taxing day in whatever way that looks for consumers. And so setting up the day for not only mental health, but energy has also become really, really critical for consumers. Yeah, that's a great point, Danielle, um, thinking about that mental health and energy because it's a way that health and wellness has really changed during the pandemic. Um, and in terms of how convenience has changed, I love how you were highlighting what that's meant for the choices people are making at home. And then if we also think back to um, food service and, and those away from home eating occasions, um, Q, QSR, um, they were really in the business of solving for convenience needs at breakfast. And now that business is looking different. It's less running around. Um, there's some concerns that people have around sourcing food from outside the home at food service. That's had a really big impact on what the breakfast occasion has looked like for um, restaurant channels. And there's been a lot of discussion of QSR's advantages relative to other channels during the pandemic, but this might be one place where that is less true because um, the pandemic's impacts are hitting breakfast-centric chains really hard. Um, Closures at places like IHOP, for instance. Um, And it really speaks to how reliant QSR and some of these breakfast-centric chains were on those commuting routines on people going to work for capturing this day part. So it brings up for me some questions around, okay, how does this change um, when the threat of the pandemic lessens and and some of these folks go back to those former routines? Yeah, Abby, that's a a really interesting point. And it, it begs the question, you know, <clears throat> will will people come back? How will they come back? And when when will they come back to QSR for breakfast? And it's likely for for many folks that once they return to their office, their breakfast routines will will look s- similar to how they were pre pandemic as they commute to and from work. But there there is some percentage of workers who will be continuing to work from home longer term. As you you think of companies that. Um, within the pandemic have really shifted their their work from home policies, especially in things like the tech sector. Yeah, it, it seems like that is an opportunity for some brands to kind of get adopted by folks who continue to work in the home setting. Um, but if we also think back to what we know about breakfast in general, um, there are opportunities simply in becoming part of the consumer repertoire right now, right? So so folks are re-examining eating habits. Um, they're making new choices at home. And we know that pre-pandemic, um, the trend was that breakfast was a very routine meal. So if you can get into that consideration set now um, and actually win some of the breakfast occasion, that may be a routine part of consumer eating in the morning going forward beyond the pandemic. So we're thinking about all of these things, watching them closely, um, and really enjoyed talking with you, Danielle, about this, you know, very universal occasion. (laughs) Um, So thank you all for listening, and please join us next week for another Insatiable Appetite.